0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Ferdinand, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Anderer. Hello. And Andy Potter. Hello. So let me quickly preface this podcast with a warning. Yes, we will be getting into spoilers. However, we are starting off with a brief non-spoiler discussion for those of you who haven't seen Ferdinand just yet. Don't worry, I'll let you know when we take that deep dive into spoilers. And you can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at OverlyAnimated.com iTunes, where we appreciate your star ratings. Or search for Overly Animated on your favorite podcatcher. So, guys, um, I want to, before we really get into this movie, I want to take a brief moment of silence for <laughs> Ferdinand's box office. Because
1: oh, oh, uh, it is yeah. the box office I didn't check.
2: Um, it, it released the same day as Star Wars, of course it followed. Like, who yeah, does that? that?
0: Little, yeah. Who does that? I mean, look, with I get it, counter-programming. It worked for Alvin and the Chipmunks 4 when it opened against Force Awakens. Because hey, they had three movies leading up to this one. Kids were like, all right, I've already committed to Alvin and Chipmunks three times, I'll go for the fourth. <laughs> But you know, for this one you don't open a new property with a Star Wars movie. You just you don't do that. And like I have a theory. Guys, I have a theory about this. I think the reason that Alvin and Chipmunks overperformed uh, when The Force Awakens came out was because the Pixar movie that came out that Thanksgiving was The Good Dinosaur, which wasn't that oh, great. Yeah. Mm. It was, was it was all right. <laughs> I mean, which was the one that came out this year that kind of took everyone away? Coco. So it's like, yeah, like they just they just kind of n- no, they just didn't it just didn't work, and I just it's it's sad it's sad that this yeah. movie didn't do well. Like I think it I didn't... mean,
2: there's a reason 20th Century Fox was being sold, not just because Disney's crazy, but I mean, like they 20th Century Fox decided to do this and i you think know. they've made a lot of decisions like this that are not the best.
0: You know, i mean, it's just i mean at the, uh, from uh, on the one hand like yes, they they've done some pretty bad things and that's why and that's interesting. It's like what's going to yeah. happen with like any sort of animated projects that 20th century fox worked on? Like what that, what does blue sky do? Are they going to work with disney now or are they just going to or they, do they have to find someone else cuz disney will be like we're good. Like, what's going to happen in distribution? That would be an interesting conversation for another time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so just, you know, uh, silence for Ferdinand's box office because, man, that really hurt to watch. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, according to – let me just, like, preface or – Describe Ferdinand for those who haven't watched it. So, according to Wikipedia, Ferdinand is a movie that follows a gentle pacifist bull named Ferdinand who refuses to participate in bullfighting, but is forced back into the arena when his beliefs are challenged by being faced off against the world's greatest bullfighter. Not the greatest sentence, but it's Wikipedia, so what can we do? Alright, so guys, without spoiling...
2: Also, I think I'd say that it's based off a book. It is based Based off 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 of a
0: book. book. Yes, also based off of a book. Um, So, guys, without spoiling anything, answer me this one question. Did you like this movie? Michelle, let's start with you.
1: Uh, I don't (laughs) know. I didn't hate it, but like is kind of a a strong word, you know? Um, I mean... The book is very short, and I think that worked to the movie's disadvantage because they had to decide what they were going to do with all that extra runtime, and I think that was where I was most disappointed. I think there were good standout characters, like Kate McKinnon especially. Um, John Cena was not distracting his Ferdinand at all. I think he actually did really great, and I just don't even know how he got like tied into that, but good job. Um, I, I'm a little higher than neutral, but I, I can't. I don't think I like, liked this movie
0: exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah. And Andy, what about you?
2: This, I, I did not like this movie, and that's because this okay. movie has this has the sin that like the thing that I hate the most, which is it had the elements to be good. Yes! They were just used poorly. Mm. They were, like, that's what, that, that makes me more mad than anything else when I'm watching something When I'm like, oh, they're going to do that because that seems re- like a really cool idea. And then they do something completely different when they had a better tool to use. And I'm not, I'm being very vague because I don't want to get into spoilers yet, but it had the tools to be a very, at least fun movie. And instead it was just kind of bland. And I didn't enjoy that, obviously, it being bland.
0: Yes, completely agree with you. That was exactly what I was going to say. I just, n- you have a a movie that could tackle toxic masculinity. Yes. You have a movie yeah. that could that could explore, like, just, you know, what it means to be, m- like, a man. What it means, well, you know, a bull, but you know what it, you know. A bull yeah. man. A yeah. bull <laughs> man. You have what it means to be in touch with your feelings, and, like, it could have been something truly special. And you had this great kind of, like, <laughs> you could have done something with, with bullfighting, you know, bullfighting is yep. this horrific thing, you could have done this really cool, like, animal, con, conservation type of thing, animal protection kind of thing, you could have said that, N- nothing, they could have been, like, you have John Cena as a bull who doesn't want to fight, like, that's brilliant, that's an, Id- like, that casting is brilliant, and just nothing, they went. They did nothing. They didn't even do like, oh, like it's fake fighting, like wrestling. Sorry, guys. It, of course, wrestling is completely real, right? So, um, you know, you could have done <laughs> something the hot like, takes. like you just, you could have done something. So, there's so much with this film that could have been a this film could have been amazing. It could have been something really unique, and everything was there for it. Everything was working for it, and instead, we just got this kind of boring derivative of 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 a film, and it was it was just sad it was sad to see and um i i don't know how long it was but um i think it was like an hour 40 something i think which is like it felt
1: long right like just watching it felt kind of long after a while
0: yeah and not just that it felt long but like it you know they had like 15 minutes extra they could have done just a straight 90 minutes they didn't need an extra 15 and if they were struggling with that they could have just like there was fat to cut and it still could have been like a really tight film. Like Dunkirk, sorry, non-animated movie, but Dunkirk is this like really well-made war movie. Super fat. Like it was in a, a minute, like in an hour and 45 minutes. And this director, Christopher Nolan, is known for going like over two hours. He's known for that stuff. But this movie was so tight. It was edited so much. Every little bit of fat was taken out of it. And it was amazing. And the same could have been done, like, granted the material wasn't there, but the same could have been done with this movie and it uh, it was just...
2: I, I think going off of what you're saying, is like you can also tell in this movie without, like I haven't read the book, but you can tell what parts are from the book. Like you yeah. can tell, yeah. like you can 100% tell which parts were just stripped from a page and just made into the movie because they're kind of noticeably better than the rest <laughs> of the movie and and the rest of like you can tell what are like these new characters they've made and this new world they made and some of it lands some of it actually lands some of the middle part but again it just doesn't they didn't get there they didn't get there with what they were supposed to get there with
0: yeah yeah it, i mean yeah. It just it just kind of shows you like in terms of like the big animated companies like some they have a machine that works and others don't have have a machine that has like it kinks to it and it's just i, I think
2: like the, like like you're saying, like they, I think they were trying to avoid being a Pixar or Disney film on purpose, and I think they were avoiding it too hard, because there are some places where they could have done a plot that was kind of similar to Disney or Pixar, but they for whatever reason, they avoided it, and I think that's actually where the best part of the film could have been, if they just been kind of like Disney or Pixar at parts, and exactly. it was kind of yeah. Yeah, I, I think you know what I'm talking about without having to go into spoilers.
0: I, I think I, I think I do because I I, yeah. I I have a bullet point in my outline that might
2: yeah. be that,
0: <laughs> but you know it just exactly, and I just it's it's the same. I have the same issue with like DC versus Marvel. It's like DC is trying so hard not to be Marvel, but then it's like destroying itself in the process. And it's the yeah. same thing with some like certain anime films. Like for instance, there's this movie called The Breadwinner. It's this anime film. It's gorgeous. It's amazing, and it's different from Disney. But it's... And it's fine. And it's fine. It's different because it works. But when you have something like this, where it's, like, it would be better if it weren't, like... If it were, sorry, like a Disney movie or like a Pixar. Or, like, I just don't understand why, good like, good and having, like, just genuine, like, warm-hearted storytelling is equivalent with Disney. So suddenly it's like, oh, no one else can do that. It's like, no, you can do this. Like, Disney doesn't have John Cena, okay? You can do this. (laughs) And it could work. And it's just... Oh, it's just really frustrating. But um, but speaking yeah. of John Cena, let's talk about this voice acting because yes, he's not the yeah. only. He's like he's not the only famous name on here. Peyton Manning's on in this. I had no idea Peyton Manning was here, and I was like, "All right, Peyton, you you get those voice roles. I'm down. <laughs> no. I am down." Like I I I was a little disappointed that they didn't grab like other like. I know that they, they can't get like the Rock. I know that, but they could have gotten another other like you know wrestlers or athletes you know people who really like like represent this kind of image of manliness i guess like i i read this um quote from this like one book that said that or someone i read it online that said there's something about straight men straight men that there's something that happens to straight men when an athlete comes in, like a huge athlete, <laughs> that they just kind of lose their minds. And I was like, get them. They're the ones that are like, that if you <laughs> give them this message of like fighting against toxic masculinity, I feel like they're the ones who are going to make the most impact. So I was just like, just get Shaq or someone, you know, get, get Kobe in there. Throw, throw me something. But no, that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this voice acting. What'd you guys think of John Cena? I like, what do you think, Andy?
2: I was I, I was really worried that John Cena would be kind of... It, it would take me out of the movie whenever I heard him, but he was actually, I think, the best part of this movie in terms of, like, he he brought life to the character more than I thought they could. And I really liked it. I thought there were going to be a lot of, like, dumb wrestling jokes and stuff like <laughs> that. And there wasn't even a single one, I think. Yeah, and no, I, think so. I, I think I could have actually gone for one. I think, I could, <laughs> like, now that there were none, I think I could have actually gone for, like, one little wrestling joke, because he actually did really good as... Good as Ferdinand, I really liked him in this movie. He really got across this idea that he was really gentle, but also that he did he was a strong person and like he like he got that across with his voice in a really good way. I mean, that's just who he is. Like it matches his actual human body, but it it it, it worked. He was actually pretty good in this movie. I liked it.
0: Yeah, and what about you,
1: Michelle? I knew basically nothing about this movie going into it so it wasn't until I was researching after I was like no 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 that was John Cena no no he was he was Ferdinand but I think he did a really good job I think like as weird as it is to say like I think he did a really good job and he fit Ferdinand as a character very well and I agree with Andy's point of like yeah he he just kind of had this strong kind of presence that came from his voice not so much from like his physical prowess or like him not wanting to fight and I think that's really interesting but I think he did an awesome job I think him and Kate were like my two faves for in terms of characters slash voice actors for the whole thing
0: yeah totally and is there any other particular voice actor that like grabbed your attention or was it just I think it was
2: John and Kate well Kate McKinnon obviously She's, she's great she's she's great and um this is actually a really like she wasn't playing a character here she was just being she's kate herself
1: yeah they probably like, just animated half the thing she said in front of that mic and was like this is cool just keep going
2: just keep going like she was a little less gay as the goat that yeah, her, that yeah her, i know
1: but she kept like kind of checking out for it now it's like okay but I mean, all right kate
2: but i mean like i guess you could like i mean i can look at a guy and be like that's actually that guy looks pretty good. Right. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not and I'm not attracted to men, but I I, I think I think I get what she's coming going from there. But I mm-hmm. mean that was cool. I liked her a lot.
0: Awesome, awesome. Like I for me, this is maybe this this is less voice act. Okay, no, it does have to do with voice acting and actors. My biggest issue with the voice acting isn't even with the with like the really the main animal characters. It's more with the actual Spanish. Humans, because uh-huh. whenever they spoke, they didn't uh-huh. speak with an a- with a Spanish accent. Yeah. I spoke, that but- too. I was so frustrated. Like it, it was, was weird. It was like, look, I just there is that is my biggest pet peeve. My biggest pet peeve is when people actually are like, oh, this person is from Colombia, and this character comes in, and then opens their mouth, and then they start speaking in like I don't know some <laughs> like a Mexican accent, and it's like no. No, if you're going to go, like, I don't know if it, excuse me, I don't know if it's the fault of the casting. I don't know if it's the fault of the actual actor. But I'm just like, someone's not doing the right accent. And then for some reason, they never get called out. And I'm just like, come on. Come on, this is yep. in Spain. This is bullfighting. This is the most Spanish you can get. And you're not even gonna give me the th, like the the like the z with the th. Like really? Like, give me the castellano accent. Like, what is this? That's that's really the that that was what to me, I was just. It just kind of showed. Like, I don't mind Ferdinand not being, even though it's kinda weird. I was like, okay, Ferdinand is not a sp- yeah. like Spanish, but then you have this kind of like scottish dog but uh, not yeah, dog yeah. But scottish bull yeah, like the okay scottish bull was like whoa this is kind of distracting yeah, yeah. i was just like <laughs> i just don't understand <laughs> i was like really you'll fun, you know? i was just like you'll commit to the scottishness of this bull but you won't but commit to the English, spanishness no. of this bull yeah and then yeah. certain people were butchering spanish names and i was just like okay like no no this is this is, this is not how like Basically, the whiteness of the movie was showing, and um, it was distracting. It was pretty distracting. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: but yeah, let's talk about the animation of this movie. What did you guys think, Michelle? Um,
1: I thought it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was, like, bad, and I just remember, like, there were certain points when Kate McKinnon was talking, and, like, the animation of her mouth was, like, kind of amazing, <laughs> <laughs> it was a little distracting, but it was kind of amazing. Just like with the teeth and the lips, and just like I was like, "Wow, this is like kind of crazy." This is the kind of fun stuff you can do with animation, I guess. But I mean, I don't think it was bad. I, I, I didn't stand like watching it and be like, "Oh, this is so beautiful!" Like, "Oh, wow!" But like, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. okay.
0: I, thought,
1: yeah. I guess, like, by pretty good, I mean, I thought it was fine and not distracting and didn't take me out of the story, even though the story took me out of the story sometimes.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my take. <laughs> gotcha. Andy, what about you?
2: The animation was good enough, but I think I, I, I didn't like it because it felt just cookie cutter. It felt like they just had a program for all their movies, and they're like, yep, let's use this one again, because there was no, like, yeah, it stand- to it. Oh, yeah. There was no, like like, none of the bulls whenever they had hair it never felt like it was like really well animated hair it just felt like it was just kind of like put on them like it wasn't like i was watching how to train your dragons where all like the fur felt like it mm-hmm. looked beautiful yeah. there was no like there was no shots of water to see that really but i mean all the animals just looked very stylized and, and that was good like i liked like the more stylized animals than anything else because like the bee looked really cute and it didn't look like a bee but some of the animals looked like they're supposed to be an animal and they looked sort of stylized sort of not and felt kind of weird it I I guess what I'm more upset with is the art direction less than the animation because it just didn't feel like it fit what they were going for and I think I would have been better if they were a little more stylized than they did Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah I agree I think they didn't really embrace Spanish art which is something that I find really weird because like there are a lot of Spanish artists and I was like this is a great time to just embrace this culture kind of run with it uh, but I completely agree with the lack of styl- stylization. I think personally that when I was watching this, I was just thanking God that it, they're like the main characters were animals and not humans because I saw those humans. Like I'm sorry, Nina, but you looked a little weird.
2: She I just, did. <laughs> she did.
0: Yeah. She she looked a little Aww. odd. Like there was just something missing. I was like, do you have eyelashes? Like it, what's going on with you, girl? Like what's going on? Her face was
2: wrong. Her face was uh, was really wrong.
0: There was just some, and then a lot of the humans just didn't really look, like we. They looked weird, and I feel like if they if they themselves had been more stylized, they had done something a little bit more uh, risky with the art style. Maybe that wouldn't. They could have gotten away with maybe a lower quality of animation, but it but yeah it was just i i saw nina and i was just like girl there's mm, there's something not right, right with you there's look- a backstory with nina i feel like she's like terminally ill or something and that's why they're <laughs> living in the pastures Aww. and that's why like this is all happening like i don't know but i don't I, there could be a very morbid undertone to all this in the human world of this story and yeah so
2: that's but, 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 a, i, I yeah. looked up but Beatrice, I looked up Nina on Google Images. Me
1: too. I had to relook her up. I'm like, wow, what does she look? That She's weird? Gollum.
2: She looks she... like Gollum.
1: There's like yeah. her her mouth and her eye proportions that just kind of it is a little unsettling.
2: Her eyes are anime eyes, but her mouth is like something out of it's this world. Weird, it's...
1: yeah. What it's her really really mouth stretched far across her face. Kind
2: yeah. of like a frog or something. I feel bad like tearing into Nina, but like it's but kind I mean, of it's, true. It's, it's she's not a real
0: person. We're not tripping no. into like the <laughs> We're, we're not right. body shaming Nina. We're body shaming the animation that didn't do Nina justice. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really like bad. we're it's it's she's the character is like whatever. It's it's yeah, the animation needed. I'm glad that you pointed that out. Cause I thought maybe perhaps I was just like, cause sometimes my eyes are weird. So I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just like being weird and my eyes are just not working properly today but no okay good to know that she she's actually Gollum. um let's go into spoilers now this is the moment for anyone who hasn't seen Ferdinand yet please turn away now unless you want to be spoiled it's time goodbye three two one all right so let's start with how this movie opens um it starts with young Ferdinand and it starts at him at the Casa del Toro and we're introduced to his, to him, his bullies, to his father. And there's just a lot... I, like, one thing that I will commend this movie is how it just set everything up in a really great way with, Fer, with this young Ferdinand. Like, part of me wanted just a movie with young Ferdinand. Like, I, that's what I wanted. I didn't... Even before John Cena showed up, I was like, you know what? I don't need John Cena. I want this little guy. Because I even felt like the voice acting was really great. I thought... They just, it would have been, like, really great, like, just kind of showing, like, the parallels between a father that's supportive versus a, par- a father that isn't. And then just, like, what that means and how that affects you as, like, you, you, as, like, what that affects a young boy. And, you know, like, there's just some really interesting things that, that were introduced in this opening that I found really strong. And it's just kind of upsets me that this is the strongest the film is. And it's only, like, the first ten minutes. But what did you it's guys think?
2: Ten, it's less or, than 10
0: yeah. minutes. Or less than 10 minutes. But what did you guys think of this kind of opening? Um, Andy?
2: I liked it. I, I really did enjoy seeing Ferdinand um, protect the flower and talk to his dad and then be really sad that his dad was dead. Like, obviously, sad his dad is, de- <laughs> is dead. You his uh, parents
1: can't survive, of course.
2: But I also really liked, what I liked about the flower scene was, I thought, this kind of gets into what I don't like about Ferdinand, in that um, Ferdinand's character is doesn't really have an arc it's just he has a character and he sticks by it which is which can be done well i don't think it was done well here but it can be done well where a character doesn't change um but uh i liked valiente and i think that he could have been really great later in the movie but i like that he doesn't know how to react to ferdinand not being violent it's not that he's mad at ferdinand being non-violent he just doesn't really know how to react to it and i thought that was a really good thing in the beginning part of the movie and i'm upset that it wasn't really paid off in a way that I liked. I really, It, it really did, does go into the stuff you were talking about, Beatrice, about toxic masculinity. It was really showing that this is just something that they don't get, these, these really masculine characters, and I like that a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's definitely the – Valiente is definitely the character that has the most, pun intended, meat to him.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Michelle, that's what did you- re- That's really dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> he cute. survives, that's fine. <laughs> but um but Michelle, what about you? Did you like this kind of opening? Yeah, and I mean like kind of jumping off of that too, just like I feel like H- Ferdinand's conversation with his dad kind of feeds into like this issue of toxic masculinity too cuz like his dad loves him and knows he's like kind of different and has different priorities. And when he asked his dad, like, well, can I, like, still be a champ and not fight? And his dad just, like, doesn't know what to tell him. Because, like, he can't, like, envision that being possible for him. He's like, well, like, this is just, I, I wish things were different, but this is just, like, how it is. And I'm sorry, but, like, maybe you'll feel different when you're older. And I just, I think that's really interesting, and I wish we could have had that kind of conversation again with Valiante later, but the movie kind of pushed through away. even though they kind of have, like, a little bit of a conversation. But I think that was another moment. I was kind of like, oh, we we going to get into this? this? This would be a good thing to talk about. So, like, they, like, kind of touched on it, but not really. I kind of wish they got gone a little deeper with that because I do think there was a lot there.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely – there was just a lot set up there. That was the first time I was like, oh, this could be something. This could be, mm-hmm. like, a really special movie. And then they just – i don't know the frustrating thing for me is that "Mm, this movie just doesn't it doesn't go like it's too scared to go where it wants to go and it's like no don't be scared just do it just do it and it just doesn't do
2: it which is funny with the egging on of him being a coward inside the movie itself like they're talking about they're talking about like don't be scared (laughs) like or like all these fear things like and then the movie's just does it do the things that are risky when it just could? When it has these great characters, like actually, I think some of these characters are great, just not used correctly. And it could have yeah. been—it could have been really fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, so basically, he runs away and he meets Gollum, Nina, and <laughs> I'm sticking to Liz- this. Oh. I'm sticking to it. And he base, and then we basically see him transition into an older Ferdinand. And I just have one thing that I need to say. I need to say this. Can Nick Jonas get the heck out of this movie? I don't need him. <laughs> I don't want him.
2: Like, I, was, I just I was like is that Nick Jonas? And I I like I was literally like had to look it up when I left the movie. I was like, "What?" <laughs>
0: I just it's just what again another reminder of this movie's whiteness it's like no give me a Spanish song or not even a Spanish song but give me a song that's more Spanish and not some American pop song like no and this clearly was just Nick Jonas wanting to get nominated for some like song award thing at the award ceremonies because that's what animated movies are for right for like artists to get nominated for song and it's just really frustrating because I'm just like animation doesn't always have to have a song at least like with Coco was incorporated into the into the story, yeah. and it was, the whole movie was yeah. about music and, and what that means and art. This movie had there was no place in this movie for the song, and if they were gonna have a song, give us an actual you know Spanish song. Give me like give me I don't know, just give me something, not this. And it was just I just I needed him out. <laughs> uh, I just couldn't. But um, yeah. but yeah. So, Ferdinand meets Nina and. It, it's all great for him. And then they go, and then he grows up. He's it, brothers with this dog. I don't, you I don't know. know
2: you skipped over one of the biggest plot plot holes in the movie how Nina knew Ferdinand's name somehow. Oh my yeah, God, I didn't catch
1: that's that. True. I wondered that again when she finds him later. She's like, Ferdinand, like, wait, how do you know his name though? He wait, can't you know talk to you in a
0: language yeah. you understand. I that's like a cool git tag. Wait, I thought you just named him Ferdinand and that oh wait, you're right. Cause they, call no, they called him Ferdinand. Yeah. Sure, yeah It it,
2: it that <laughs> was what that was when I like realized the movie was gonna be bad. The moment she said Ferdinand's name, I'm like they have no care yeah. for making a story that like has any stem- sense right now. So I'm just gonna like check out. And that's what oh I did, and it God. was the correct choice.
0: You're totally blowing my mind right now. You're so right. Like I didn't it, catch that. I just was like, all right, that's fine. Like by that point I was like, okay. Like, I don't know, by that point, I had seen Nina, and I was just kind of thrown off by her, that I was like, what's going on?
2: Who <laughs> <No. But>, are <laughs> <For laughs> you, gross like, stranger?
0: Yeah, yeah, but, oh, man, you're right. Uh, that's that's disappointing. That's, you know, there you go, you're right. That is the hint that things are about to go downhill. If anyone yeah. didn't catch the hint, like, they'd get it eventually, but that was that was the hint. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so transition they he's big now he's brothers he's a brother of this dog and they're great and then they decide to they decide there's this annual flower festival and he can't go but of course he ends up going and this is the sequence that we see in the trailer this was the big one this is the one that they really used to market this movie what did you guys think of it oh it was too long yeah. Too long. Well, like every
1: minute he was in the China shop, I just wanted it to end. <laughs> Wait, but did did you
0: see the trailers or was that in complete? No, new I never saw
1: the trailers. I just saw this
0: movie. <laughs> what happens in the trailers? No, they just show the China scene. They show the oh, the, the dishes. No! So I was like I was I was bored because I had seen that. So I was just like, all right, all I right, bored. I know what's gonna happen. Let's go. That's very disappointing.
2: I, I hadn't like I'm I pro- I know I've seen the Ferdinand trailers but I didn't remember them at all so I was at least okay I, I was not I didn't think it was too long I thought like honestly I thought this whole sequence from him being adult to this this scene in the in the town that he destroys is probably the second or the third best part of the movie like I think it's actually okay and I was it wasn't like bad I don't think like it I, I like, I like John Cena just being happy and being a nice bowl that waters flowers. That's actually a nice thing to watch.
1: Totally. I that just... part was nice. It was just like the china shop and the, the baby yeah. and the stroller thing. Just like, I, I kept like, thinking, like, I know what's going to happen next. I read that like 12 page book when I was a child. Why are we still here? I don't know. I mean, there were nice things. Parts, but I, I don't know. I just, I just, I could feel the padding in the story already, and it was, it was starting to get to me. I think,
0: and not just that, but I was, I, I just thought like, okay, it's, 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 it was very formulaic. So I was just like, all right, here is the crazy sequence that every animated movie (laughs) needs, apparently. One of three
1: or four, though. That's yeah,
0: really getting in my nerves. Like,
1: if you don't know what to do, don't just make them chase something or be in danger. Like that's
2: that's lazy, and I'm not here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Also well, also, yeah. oh, also during the scene, people keep calling him a beast, and I'm like, he's clearly a bull. You, you are know, a
0: spade. You How do you not know?
1: You where- code of the offense, you know what he is.
2: Yeah, that was that was the second tip-off for me, where I'm like, <laughs> what is this? What are you talking about?
1: Look at the
0: strange horned bear making <laughs> a scene in our flower festival. What is this nonsense? And I will say, the only redeeming thing about this scene were the nuns. For me. I thought the nuns were oh. really funny. Yeah, were
2: I thought they were played like one or two times more than they should have been. But I mean, they were funny the first or second time. They were on screen.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought, I don't know, when the ladies like, kind of like, you think she's like, gotten a heart attack and died. Oh, yeah, and then they're, they're just praying for her back. and she wakes up okay. and they're
2: like, ah! I forgot about that. That was actually pretty good.
0: But, um, but yeah. All right, so... After this kind of chaos happens, Ferdinand returns to Casa del Toro and we meet a lot of new characters. We meet Lupe, we meet Angus, Machina, the hedgehogs, the horses. Which characters do you think stood out to you? Like, which ones were you are like, okay, this one, I, I can go, I can get behind this one, um, Michelle.
1: Well, I, I liked Lupe. I did not mind the hedgehogs. I freaking hated those horses, though. <laughs> oh,
2: my <laughs> God.
1: Why they were, the- were they there? They were the stupidest thing!
2: They're they so dumb. They're best- so dumb. They hit the, so part- the best joke of the entire movie. Which joke? Which The joke? uh I-, I wrote it down because I was laughing too hard. It. I bet his parents weren't even related.
1: <gasps> no! Like, oh I- my god! See that's perfect! <laughs> that
2: was so awful. No, it-, it says joke.
0: My my favorite my favorite line of theirs is I can't giddy up like i can't get up i can't get up god okay (laughs) clearly
1: there is a difference between (laughs) what is selling you guys and what is just infuriating me i don't enjoy any of those lines (laughs) i'm just like who wrote this who got (laughs) these horses need to go away they're so
0: bad I mean, I will appreciate that they fight, like they are treated as kind of these, like, ridiculous snobs. Like, usually horses are treated as, like, stallions. They're these majestic creatures. And I was just like, yeah, you treat them badly. Horses need, like, someone to make fun. Like, they need to be made fun of sometime. But, um, but yeah, you guys didn't like the hedgehogs as much? I, I don't know. I, just- well, I, I,
2: I didn't get a chance to say what I thought. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to say what I thought. Because I, I I like the horses unlike unlike Michelle I did I liked yeah, them all right. Uh, but I loved Lupe as we talked. Yeah, Lupe was awesome. And um, I liked I liked the what was what was the the bull that was kind of mechanical wasn't Machina was that his name? Machina, yeah, Machina. Machina. I liked Machina even though he didn't have any lines. Um, and I liked the hedgehogs were okay. I liked their designs a lot. I think they were some of the better designs of the characters we saw. Like they actually <laughs> felt like. They had some design put into them, Um, but I don't know. I think they were kind of underused. I didn't really. Oh, they
0: were totally underused. They like they didn't necessarily need to be there. Yeah. And I was just like, I want Gina Rodriguez in anything. So I was just like, Yay! And I was I just found it funny that they kept doing like kind of the Sonic Hedgehog spin for one of them. So I was like, So I kind of like that, and I liked how they just like started dancing to Pitbull, and I was just like, Yeah, this is great. Note to any filmmaker, you should only use Pitbull once. Not more than once. We just need him <laughs> once and then that's it. Like, Nick Jonas, no. Pitbull once and then no more.
2: Nick but, Jonas played um, two movies in this movie? Two songs in this movie, didn't yeah, he?
0: Yeah, I think it was so. Was the second one? There was a second one. I can't remember it for the life of me. No, I'm no, not I can't just... remember
2: any of the songs. I just know that i <laughs> <don't, can't> heard <laughs> it twice. remember his
0: voice. Yeah. A couple loudspeaker.
2: Anyways, anyways
0: but yes, um, yeah, I, you know what, I don't want to rain on the Lupe parade, but I will say that I was slightly disappointed, I didn't find her as, like, funny as, as, like, I wanted to, it to be, like, I just, I thought she was, like, okay, that's, like, whatever, she's just, it's fine, it's nothing, it didn't, she didn't do it for me as much as I had hoped, and I, and I, I don't know, there's just, I feel, I don't know, I just feel like they, in some ways they underused her. There were a lot of characters. A lot of them weren't needed. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know, and I just thought the Okay, we'll get to it. We'll, um, let's get to it later. later. But, but I mean cause... like
2: just just to touch on Lupe really quick, I think I think it comes to the like if, if you had if you had any kind of viewing habit that I did while watching this, like when I was watching this, I was like, Okay, Kate McKinnon can save this movie. And I think that was just putting too much pressure on her for my own mind that she'd be amazing. Because I think if this movie was good, like, if this was actually just a good movie, like, Kate McKinning's character would actually just stand out more, because she would just be, she she would be supported by the rest of the cast, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because she didn't feel like someone that could carry this film, but she did great in the role that she did play. It just wasn't there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel that, definitely. And I think I definitely did put a little bit too much pressure on her, because I was like, all right, like, I don't know why I didn't put enough pressure on John Cena. Maybe it's because, like, I just thought that, like... The protagonist is like limited in what they can do in some ways. Like they, like the protagonist is kind of like sometimes and more often than not the straight guy, like the straight man, not like sexuality wise, but just like <laughs> straight- the one who just, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. the one who just has to get things done. Whereas the supporting cast gets to be wild and crazy and get to have all the fun. So maybe I was just like, okay, Lupe, bring some energy into this, and it didn't a hundred percent work for me. But um, let's talk about this character that I just I can't understand why they did this because it could have been really interesting um the matador oh God. Oh. so he he comes to casa del toro looking for the greatest bull for his final fight and no one impresses him the first like that first day when he first meets the bulls but what did you think of him because i couldn't i thought it was just such a missed opportunity um, Andy, what did you think of? I pivotal? thought this
2: would be a great opportunity to be like a villain, like like I envision this villain to be something like the villain from uh, Tarzan. I forget his name. But just oh, right, this because yeah. really, like he's it's not talked about in the movie, but he's killing bulls. This guy yeah. is like they kind of show it in like one of the scenes at the very end of the movie that he's gonna kill Ferdinand, but it's not really talked about or shown in his demeanor. Like he doesn't feel like someone who kills bulls but he's killing these essentially innocent animals over and over and over again and Ike would have liked if he was a little more ominous maybe his character maybe when he's in the light he's not as ominous but he should have had like his face half covered in shadows he should have been like talking like ominously he should have been like swirling a drink in a glass type stuff cuz he is a dastardly villain who's trying to kill the protagonist and I never really felt any type of threat from him and then there's on top of that all the problems I think you're like As someone who's white and doesn't really know a lot of that heritage stuff, like, he didn't feel right. And I think you're against that, Beatrice. He didn't feel right from that perspective either to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, but what about, I'll get into it, but what about you, Michelle? What did you think? I mean, yeah, he didn't really,
1: I mean, outside of just seeing, like, his trophy wall with the pictures and the horns and, like, all of his swords, he just came across as, like, this fancy, pompous man more than, like, a villain, like, 90% of the movie, and I think that is kind of a weird choice to make about your main and like well, essentially antagonist. So
0: it is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because like now that you mentioned it, Andy, like Matadors are supposed to be like these really like masculine guys, like not masculine, like like this. They're supposed to be like the epitome epitome of man, right? Yeah. They're it, supposed. A-
2: Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Sorry. It's just like. It just, it, the way that they treated him in this film, it just felt like they were making fun of him in a way. And I was just like, no, he's supposed to be super threatening. He's supposed to be this kind of, this brave figure. And I'm like, I don't, I, I feel like had they actually committed to criticizing bullfighting, had they actually been like, this yeah. tradition is, is really messed up, I was about to curse. I was just like, this tradition is really messed up. And instead of them actually going out of the way and being like, this is not okay. Look how they're treating these animals. They're killing these innocent animals. Instead of saying that or showing that rather, you have this guy who's like, there's, I don't know. Like they didn't even do it both ways. They didn't show the marvel of bullfighting and they didn't show the horrors of bullfighting. And it's just super frustrating to me. And It's like, Oh, and for, for a lot for the beginning of this movie, I thought, okay, so maybe like they they were gonna try, like, I was trying to see how they were gonna do this. And I was like, maybe they don't want to offend Spain, but at the same time, they are offending the Matador, which is like a thing from Spain. And I was just like, offend Spain! Offend them! It's not a big country, their box office isn't big. Tell them that this is a horrible thing to do. Tell them it's yeah. horrible to do. Don't just like be be sensitive and like don't want to insult them and their culture it's like dude this is a part of their culture that is not okay this is not this is never gonna be okay and they might still do it because then they will say it is our tradition and it's like fine but i'm still calling your tradition a horrible thing and it's just and even
2: going at this from like a non-like like cultural view like even even past how bad it is from that perspective like This could have been a really interesting foil for Ferdinand, because his story is about being masculine and not wanting to fight, and the Matadors could have been about being masculine and being shown not to fight. It could have been an interesting foil, but instead it was just, like, nothing. I felt nothing at all about him.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they just didn't respect him, which is so odd, because this is, like, supposedly someone that is commands respect. Is this, is yeah. It, like, in my head, matadors have always been this kind of, this this person who has just kind of like, I don't know, this just this person who just is super brave and does something incredible and it's just super calm and I don't know, they're just, the way they made fun of the matador doesn't align with them not wanting to be critical and it's just like, I don't know, it just felt Odd to me it felt like they were making fun of a culture yeah. rather than embracing it and instead of I don't know it just it didn't work for me at all and he was just really frustrating and there it was just a missed up opp- one of the many missed opportunities of this
2: he came off as a rodeo clown instead of a matador which basically which is like the worst thing that could happen with this
0: yeah yeah and no one like no one like in like no one respected him like the the guy who like he had to who he mistreated like he didn't respect him and it just kind of like I don't know. I just it, it was just Cause it like, was it, yeah.
2: Because theoretically, he killed Ferdinand's dad in a real bullfight, so yeah. clearly yeah. he clearly he's in, supposed to be intimidating because Ferdinand's dad was a pretty beefy bull, and he, he, we just got this that could barely stand up to Ferdinand, just kind of randomly walking over all around. Anyway, that that, that that's later in the movie, but I mean like yeah. it's just weird.
0: Oh, we'll get to that fight. We'll get to that fight, but um, but yeah, so. After this, we get what I think is the most striking shot of the movie, which is after this whole debacle that he that uh, El Primero doesn't find El Primero, which by the way means the first, which is like, haha, okay, that's clever. Yeah. Um, we, he's he's not impressed with any of them, and then that means that one of the bulls is sent to the slaughterhouse. God. So Guapo is sent to the slaughterhouse, and that image of him being so happy, and then suddenly the Not, like, the end of the car, just, like, they slam the car shut, the truck shut, and then you see, like, that map of, like... The bull's body. Yeah, the bull's body and how many times you can cut it to get different parts of meat and stuff. Like, that image and him, like, driving away, like... That was striking, and I was just like, "This is what you could do. You could actually like be so so crushing and show us the horrors of what it is to, to to kill these animals in whatever fashion." And then they just they just they that was the potential. It was these like this movie's filled with moments, these little moments of magic that they could have really expanded upon, and then they just they just don't. But um, but yeah, what do you think of? this after this kind of happens they basically after this happens like Fernand decides to like escape and mm-hmm. he he goes he seizes the horns of his as he's trying to escape he sees the horns of his father what do you think of this whole like part of this film where he's just like i'm gonna go away psych no i'm not like what did you think of how they handled this because lupe just kind of had like this moment where she just was like, Psych, I'm just not gonna follow my dream and Yeah, just- well what's up with
1: Lupe really doesn't have much of an arc. I think that's why it's hard So to- even like does- Donkey and Shrek had more of an arc than Lupe.
2: Does and, anyone have an arc yeah. in this movie?
1: Uh I guess you could argue um Valiente sort of does. Yeah, but-, but outside okay. of that, I don't think any of them really do. Because Ferdinand like he just kinda sticks to his guns about not wanting to fight and then he doesn't have to at the end of the movie and everyone else kind of Yeah, yeah. I think he's commonly
0: one. Yeah, and then Andy, what did you think about this kind of I, section of the film?
2: It was okay. It wasn't the worst part of the movie. I liked that. Like this didn't pay off, but I liked that he chose to go back and fight. Like he never really consciously talked about it, but he went back to to fight. He to fight. Well, for I some, mean,
0: no, we're we're not there at the Madrid chase. We're just like no, he goes no, no, back no, to I save know. his friends. No, no, no. He,
2: he chose to fight for his friends and save them, oh, and that's I a type of fighting. That's a type of like, and he never really made that connection in the movie could have and shown that there's a time to fight like nonviolence is good. But there are times when you do have to be strong and do things for your for your friends. And I think they could have shown that in a way that wasn't just like he's going to gore people like you could do that in a way. And they just chose to not do it. And um, I was kind of disappointed by that because I wanted like they gave him such a strong character and a strong voice like he should have had a chance where his strength was a thing that saved the day, and he never really had that. And I thought this was leading to that. This whole scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, I feel that. But I mean, he does does have that fight. We finally, because of this, we do finally get that confrontation between Fernand and Valiente, where yes. you know he breaks Valiente's heart. Like, but that's something that I did find frustrating is that he never defends himself. Like, self defense yeah. is just not an option for for Fernand. He's just like, no, no, oh no, You, your horn broke and that was completely by accident. It's just kind of like, <laughs> that could have yeah. been like, this like I- little tweet, like he could have just been like, he could have like finally given into his like aggression a little bit and then having Valiente break his horn, that, that could have been like the horror of him realizing, oh yeah. God, I'm super strong. Like, oh God, this is horrible. You know, like there could have been like this interesting thing with Ferdinand where he starts to show some development but he doesn't but yeah what did you guys think of that whole like how they handled Valiente him sending off to the slaughterhouse and then Ferdinand just yeah
2: it was disappointing like I thought like when I first saw it like I'll be honest I almost like I almost yelled what in the middle of the theater because I was like they're showing like because they're really emphasizing the chop house and I'm like they're just killing people they're just killing characters like in in, like broad daylight on this on this movie yeah and it was just like really a different tone than the rest of the movie and it was just really striking like you were saying beatrice but and then they went to talk and it just valiente just swip swapped and i was just like that was all it took just just that that's what it took Mm,
1: i thought it actually a bit more believable though because like, I don't know, for Valian, say, like once his horn was gone he was like, well that's it like I have nothing I can be nothing this is how the world works and I deserve to die and I think the fact that like when, when he has to kind of like confront that thinking when Ferdinand comes for him, that could have been, like honestly that was one of the parts of the movie that I like kind of felt invested in because it's like, yeah, see you I- can have a new life like if it took taking away the, the tool you thought you needed to be, like, this kind of creature and serve this kind of, like, social expectation to get you to a place... Like to to rethink your life. Like I'm glad it happened because now look at you. And I think Ferdinand is telling him like like I thought you were fighter. You're not going to fight for this. It's like oh I saw what you did there. I actually think that was well
2: some good dialogue. I also I also like that Ferdinand emphasized like you don't have to be a flower bowl. Like that's my yeah, thing. That,
1: that's my it, thing. There are so many other options for you.
2: I and think that was actually a really good way.
1: Like doesn't mean you can't have another kind of life. Which is, like, I think what the the main point of the movie might have been. They just didn't really hammer it home very often. So it kind of, like, sneaks up on you. But, like, I actually genuinely loved, like, Valiente's, like, deciding to change
2: things. I think Valiente could have actually, should have actually been the main character of this movie. Yeah. Like, mm. Ferdinand feels like a side character and Valiente feels like a main character. Like He's the just... only
1: one who really changes. Like, yeah. he's the only one who changes.
2: But um, I, I I do I do like that we actually get a get a horn that like like the horn coming off was actually pretty shocking. I was actually yeah, like, yeah. oh, we're actually breaking this, this this bull's body, and it's just uh, I don't know. It was it was it was kind of surprising in what because I <laughs> wasn't expecting that at all to happen in the movie. And yeah, I, I wasn't either. It it was also really weird when um, not weird, but I think it was. I guess it was weird how the how the how the matador was just kind of watching the bulls all day, all yeah. night. Yeah,
1: no, like, that. Yeah, you'd think he would have something else to do, or that he'd be like, or, "Yo, I've seen these bulls for like three days. They don't look ready. I'm done. I'm gonna go find someone yeah. else." It just like, stays also,
2: there. Like also, like we were talking about, like he could have come off really ominous as like a stalker. Yeah. but he just but he just looks silly every time you see him. It's like, how is it that not that once that he's looking at the Bulls, it doesn't look intimidating? Like, they had so many shots to do it. I don't know. It's just really weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but, I mean, I will say the one thing with, with Valiente is that I just, I feel like there's this, he was definitely felt guilty about Guapo. And I feel like he turned totally. was because he heard Guapo was alive. Like, I don't think he turned until he heard that Guapo was alive. Like, I don't think the conversation worked.
1: It's hard. It happens so fast. It's hard to, like, know. But I think that's a fair criticism to make.
2: Did... Can can I talk talk about the the security system at the chop house now?
0: Yeah, please do. (sighs) Please do.
2: Because the security system at the chop house is designed to kill anybody who steps into the chop house. If you step into the chop house with this weird futuristic laser system, it just crushes you. Also, they left Guapo there hanging to just... I guess they just left him hanging overnight for some reason with nobody watching him. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah! I was like, why is he still in the harness? He's been spent days, hasn't it?"
2: Yes, nothing about this seed makes any sort of sense in world, in our world, or in any type of storytelling way. It's just... I was just watching the scene going, "Why is he in the harness? Why does the harness lead into this crushing machine that's triggered by the by the security system? Why is this why is the crushing machine gonna like this big? why why are they sending a cow through a crushing machine? I'm sure they have a better way to kill a cow than just to crush it.
1: Yeah, and also just, like, the tone, it was kind of this uncomfortable, like, silly tone when they're, like, running around and trying to get him off and going to the freezer and getting the weird massage from the machine. It's like, you are in a murder house! This is a place to (laughs) murder you! This isn't funny. Stop running around. Stop padding your runtime movie. This is a murder place. Like
2: this could have easily been <laughs> oh, a scary. God. scene. This could have been yeah, a real it should scary. Should
1: have been scary. This is scary idea. I, there was more scariness when they were didn't when they saw it from afar on the hill than when they actually got into it. And then they were just yeah. kind of like, ah, okay, whatever. Now we're a three bull popsicle. Isn't that funny? So I don't <laughs> I don't know why that was a decision, but like it was very tonally confusing to me. Yeah. I mean, and,
0: I mean, couldn't, like, does it, I mean, again, this is an animation, and you have talking animals that yeah. can do things that normal animals can't do, like drive a car, so, like, but again, wouldn't they have kind of died if they had been frozen like
2: that? Yes, yeah. they would no, They'd be dead. Yeah.
0: I know, suspension of disbelief at this point, if you're not on it, then this movie's really not for you, but, you know, it's kind of like, alright, and, like, that's something that does bother me, is, and this, okay, that breakout scene, like, that scene where they're just, like, they have this crazy sequence where they escape Casa del Toro and have this crazy chase through Madrid. Like, that scene for me, I just, it's something that bugged me is that there is this clear limit to what an animal can do. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, there's this lot. like, I just, they didn't do, like, they didn't limit themselves into what these animal, animals could do, yet, Like n- like, I don't know. It's just, like, they did this thing where it was, like, Everyone, like, all the humans were shocked that these animals could, like, drive a car. But at the same time, also, these animals, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it, I it, don't know. The anthropo- anthropomorphic elements of these animals just crossed the line for me. Where there was just no limits into what they could do that I was just, like, why? I, why? I,
2: I think this goes into what I was talking about earlier about the animation. Like, if these were more stylized, I think we'd be more obs- accepting of this. Like, we'd be yeah, more willing to yeah. suspend our disbelief if these didn't look almost like kind of real animals but because they look uncanny or kind of real like we're like this doesn't make sense like it does it just doesn't it just doesn't like the laws of physics like don't allow some of the things they do like how do five bulls fit into the back of that tiny truck that isn't physically possible stuff like that even it just it's just the little things pile up in this movie i think it's what what we're all kind of getting at here
0: for sure (laughs) i mean also can i before we talk about this like chase sequence to madrid because i do want to get your opinions because this is one of those big sequences that we get yeah what did why the dance
2: fight oh my god it why because we needed more of those awful
1: horses
2: that's why okay that's not why it sucks but okay okay <laughs> it
1: is one element
2: it, it's an element of it yeah I mean, we do get that best line that Beatrice was talking about, like, I've fallen and can't giddy up. Yeah, but I that need- is good,
0: but... Oh. I, I just... <sighs> there's, I, it, I don't know. It's just kind of like what, Michelle, you've been saying, how they just needed, they just wanted to, like, expand you this really story it. to its In limits. A way that doesn't pay
1: off, because you don't really care about the horses, and they're, the other bulls aren't really functioning much as a team yet. Maybe that's, like, their one of their first moments, but, like, I don't know. For as much time as Ferdinand spends with all the other bulls, like trying to have one-on-one moments to make us care, I still kind of don't care about them. I still don't feel yeah. like it's a very strong relationship. So, like the dance thing, just, just it just felt so unnecessary.
2: But yeah, it, and it's and it's it follows kind of one of the better scenes on the farm where Ferdinand kind of connects with each of the bulls one at a time. And it's like, it's not great. It's not groundbreaking, but at least it's like, it kept my attention when he like saved the rabbit and when he talked to Bones and when he talked to Machina, like all the, all the, all those little scenes I kind of, I enjoyed at least they weren't amazing. Like I said, but they, they were enjoyable, but, and then it was followed by this really weird dance scene where it made, it just made no sense at all. I don't, I don't understand why, why this scene is here.
0: It was just totally out of place. There was no need for it. It was pure fluff, just to buy time between one act and another. And I don't know. I feel like it was just a cheap way to get laughs. You know, oh look at these animals dancing. Look at how like funny it it is. But it wasn't. It wasn't. I will say that the kids in my theater did were laughing, but I don't know if that's because. It was good they, or because it was so bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, exactly. I was just like, I wasn't sure what, like where that reaction was coming from. Again, these were really young kids, so they were entertained. And I mean, I feel like that's the target audience, but that's the thing with animation. I feel like animation could reach so much more than just the target audience. And I think that's what's powerful about it. it and this film just doesn't take advantage of it. it and it's, it's just frustrating.
2: It's doing yeah. the good thing of animation where it's doing things that you can't do in real life, but it's using them for things that, you shouldn't have in the movie to begin yeah. with. So It's, it's kind superficial. Of like it's superficial
0: storytelling. It's like,
2: superficial. They do it really well sometimes in the background. Like, the little little background moments of, like, them hooking up the radio to the electric fence, that's cool. That's, like, something you can do in animation really easily. Just hook it up, see those little sparks, and you're good. And that was really... I, I thought that was kind of... Like, not funny, but I thought it was, like, kind of cute that they were doing it that way. And they had moments like that in the background, and they never really brought it to the foreground, and I kind of wish they had. Because they had a lot of cute little moments like that. Like... The bee having, like, this cute little face in the background when it was flying around, like, that was just endearing. And I wish it was more like that through the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about this. Speaking about doing things that can't really happen in real life, let's talk about this, like, crazy chase sequence that happens. What did you guys think? Because I feel like this is their... this is the this is the sequence for them this is the one where they spend most of their money their time they're like this is gonna be crazy we're gonna go here and here and oh let's go here this is like where they're like animators go wild and it's just empty for me it was just completely empty and boring so yeah uh michelle what did you think this
1: was the ultimate part of the movie that was like we're going to pad this time because no we can't get to the arena yet no 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 no. we, we have 25 minutes left we're we gonna do? the longest chase scene ever. like that's the thing they like lose them and catch them again like three times so like dudes going after them and so like by the third time it's like oh i don't care anymore just catch him i want to get on to the next scene i'm actually interested to see what's gonna happen just like based off the book but this just felt so long and drawn out, and I just couldn't get into it. I think every time I, like, actively felt like the movie was padding things out for the sake of padding it out, I just, like, started to check out big time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, my thing is, if you were going to take this time to kind of, like, show off, like, the prettiness of, like, Madrid or something... Cause you know how sometimes they'll have a chase. Some movies will have a chasing, ch- chasing through like their location and take advantage of the location and how pretty the location is. Then like okay, but this movie yeah. barely does that.
2: Not the, it yeah, barely not does. Goal. So it, I was it, just
0: like, come on. Like if you can't even do that right, then what is the point? But yeah, sure, yeah, that's yeah. the point. Because
2: like it's a city. It's like I'm sure there's some there's beauty here to be shown in a wide shot somehow, but we never got it. Like, I don't know how that's possible. Like, it, like at the very least, they could have had a weird scene. Because, I mean, we're being absurd. Why can't we be absurd and, like, throw the animals in the air somehow and have, like, a wide shot of the city at like a, like in a beautiful moment or something? But, nope, we're just going to keep them down on the ground on these weird alleys and streets that are just kind of run-of-the-mill alleys and streets. And, like, I was never really that excited to see anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, what they could have done, like, they could have gone through the, to the, through the, uh, Madrid zoo, cause there's this yeah. zoo that they could have gone through. They could have gone through, like, the ca- the palace. There were just, there's so many places that you could have just been like, like, this is like, oh, we're here. Oh, now we're here. Oh, no, this. Instead, they put us in the middle of traffic.
2: I- I thought they were gonna go actually go to the train and they'd get off at different stops that were the wrong stop. You know that what I mean? That would they get be o- great. Like they were gonna get on the train, go to like the palace, like you said. And be like, oh, this is wrong, and like run back down and go. Well, to the Well, next- I mean,
0: it's a, it's a little. I mean, it, the that train that train's the one that goes between cities. So that oh. one wasn't that wasn't the subway train. That was like the actual like train train that would go between. Okay, but it could have worked. It could have been like, oh, they stopped at Barcelona. Sorry, okay. wrong way. Let's go to Sevilla. Oh no, wrong one. You know, like. There are ways to do this and show off, if not the city, then the country, and it just yeah. didn't. Yeah, it definitely seemed devoid of any like overt references to the location of the
2: story, which is a big shame. It's just weird because they they like went over backwards essentially to make sure we never saw anything about the location. Even that though... felt
1: like particularly culturally relevant. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was really it was a really strange choice considering what the movie was about like it's about some of the heritage of Spain like why are we not seeing more of Spain like i was actually kind of interested to see it
0: and i mean i feel like madrid isn't the city for bullfighting i thought that was either i think it was sevilla it might not be but like every every i feel like there was like another there would be like an another city in spain that's like where bullfighting is much more prevalent whereas like you know madrid is just like the capital so everything's like in there but I feel like it would have been, like, stronger had it been in another city. I don't know. Just There was just a lot about this that just felt very much well, like a derivative or, like, just empty yeah. or, like, superficial, not well thought out, not very, like, deep cut into the culture or something. But um, let's talk about Fernand's sacrifice. Like, how obvious was this choice? <sighs> like, we oh, knew gosh. he was going to fight of the fighter. of course. Like, I feel like just him doing that, I was like, okay, so the entire chase was meaningless. The entire, these like 10 minutes that we just had were pointless because of course you were going to give yourself up. Like, we know this. Like, really? Really? And Lupe, for some reason, stays with him. And I'm like, okay, why? How? Why? Yeah, and How? also like
1: humans are fine with that too. They're just like, oh sure, two for one deal. Come on, the <laughs> truck. <laughs>
2: Don't the the stadium. Deal. Yeah. It's uh, just, it just—it
0: wasn't—it wasn't well thought. Like out. I, I think
2: it's—I think it's kind of wrong to blame this plot, like this turn of the plot, as the problem here because plenty of movies are predictable and they're still good. Like plenty of movies are very like because they'll focus on character instead of like. Making a really complex plot, but the problem is here they didn't focus on something else instead. Like this was a thing we could have seen Child Ferdinand doing. Like if this was Baliente doing this, that would have been incredible. Like yeah. if that was him doing this. Like if that's why I mean, like he should have been the main character. He could have grown and been the one to sacrifice himself. And then like, and it, like there's uh, I don't want to get like we're not no to- let's let's but, get into the
0: Yeah, let's get into, like, I think you're going to talk about the bullfight, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's get into, because how powerful would it have been if Valiente would have been the one deciding not to fight at the end of the movie?
2: Like, it wouldn't have been as powerful for the the audience, like, the crowd watching, but it would have been powerful for the character we cared about. And that's Mm -hmm. what matters to, like, we are the audience that should care not the audience in like the movie itself like the crowd like and that's kind of what it seemed like they were doing like if that makes sense like the movie was playing it to the crowd in the movie not to the crowd that was paying money to watch it was kind of it it, does that make sense
0: yeah yeah that makes sense
2: and and like and, and but if valiant but if he was the one there it would have been so powerful and ferdinand could have still shown up he could have still come in and helped if that's what they really needed to do but He should have been the one in the ring at the and in the first place with even Lupe somehow because Lupe could have been like, "You're not right. Like, what are you going to do? Are you going to hunt it, hurt him, and stuff?" And we could have been had this build up to him like not knowing what he's going to do when he gets in the ring, and then just remembering Ferdinand and not doing it. It'd have been so powerful, and I'm really disappointed they didn't do it.
0: And I mean, I really wanted Lupe to be part of that bullfight. And that bullfight have shown her shown her the horrors of bullfighting. Yeah. So that suddenly this dream she had, she'd come to the horrific realization that, oh, God, like, this isn't what I want. Instead of yeah. her just being like, okay, Ferdinand, you don't want this. I did. But you know what? I'm just going to give up on it. Instead, of, I wanted her to see this horrific event and been like, I, why did I even want this ever? This is horrible. And it's just... Let I mean, let's dive into this bullfight because this could have been powerful. This yeah. could have been the moment like it for all the the um group like this could have been the moment where you really critique this this act of just attack just killing these bulls for entertainment and just forcing them to be aggressive just for the sake of entertainment and it's just this could have been. Horrifying in a really powerful way. And the thing is with animation, it didn't have to be necessarily gory, but it could, it could have been terrifying and it could have really struck a chord and really made people realize that, Hey, this is still going on. Hey, this isn't okay. And nothing, nothing. And by the way, that crowd just switches. It's like yeah. you know what? Don't kill him. It's like, yeah. girl, yeah. you bought what? tickets to see exactly. him die. You, you know what you, you bought tickets exactly. Like you are part of this problem. You don't get to play like the the, the sympathetic like bystander. You are part of this problem. You're just as guilty.
2: I think this scene would have been a lot more powerful if when they when they stabbed him with one of those spears, it actually stuck in him. Like yeah. like because I mean that's the the image I think of when I think of bullfighting the bull with all those. What are those uh, I know they're not actually spears but they look like spears. I don't know yeah, the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, but with all the spears sticking out of them. And like that's just really really sad as like someone watching an animal be hurt like that and they could have done that here at least in a small way. Like they couldn't go too far cuz it is a PG movie and they're aiming for a specific audience and that's okay. But they could have animated this in a way without it being gory and it could have been powerful and they just didn't. They just didn't want to try to do that.
0: Yeah, and that's just I don't know. I just this entire that entire everything leading up to this point would have been worth it if they had nailed that final fight. Yeah, and they yeah. just completely just it felt imploded uh, in on itself. But yeah, what did you think of the fight, Michelle? I mean, it was really disappointing
1: because you have this. I mean, once um, Ferdinand finds out that like no bull comes back from the arena, you go there. It's already a death sentence. There is a lot of understandably mounting dread around getting there and to have the movie just like, didn't want to have that conversation once it was actually faced with what do we want to say about this now that he's here. And to just have the audience turn around and be like, Oh, no, let him live. This is much flowers. It's fine. Felt really wrong. And I think they should have said something. He said, it seemed like that would, If they're going to talk about the fact that everyone dies and that's, like, a thing. And he sees his sad horns and, like, everything. And then to just, like, not have the conversation. Because, yeah, Ferdinand gets to go sit on his hill, but what about every other bull for the rest of forever that's going to go to that same arena? And the I'm just going to be fine with them. They weren't trying to overthrow, like, the system. They just, like, saved him because he was cute and he was there. And it's just, like, yeah. really disappointing.
2: Yeah. yeah. And-, and Ferdinand, like, again, like, He's his character doesn't change, he would have done this at the beginning of the movie, and it's like, I don't care that he's chosen not to fight because he's done it every other time. Like, I don't care that he's choosing this, and it's, yeah,
0: it's it's not powerful because it's not, it's, it's his given, it's his default. Of course, he's not
2: gonna fight. Like, why, like, if this Ferdinand, you're going to die, and if this is not the moment where you fight, what is because I mean, like, everyone has that point where it's fight or flight where they choose one, and he didn't even choose flight, he just chose to give up. And I think this is the and this is why I think the whole Valiente and Ferdinand thing is so hard to watch. It's that Valiente, he's right. He's right about Ferdinand. Ferdinand does nothing. He does nothing through the movie except during when he sacrifices himself from the other bulls. But it's it's he does nothing through this movie. And that's OK to be nonviolent. Again, I'm saying that it's OK to do that. But they just didn't do it right in this movie. And just stuff,
0: but there's it just kind of completely like ignored self-defense. It's like yeah. it said, oh, no, even self-defense is bad. And it's yeah. like, no.
2: You're telling that's... me that Ferdinand couldn't have broken through those wooden gates and tried to escape through like the, the stadium at the very least? Because I feel like he could have done that. Like he could have easily tried that. And at least that's a response. That's a reaction to almost dying. But instead, he just sits down and like it's not powerful. From our perspective, because he would yeah. just do that anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: true. Yeah, it's disappointing, but it, it um, is. but yeah. So the movie ends with a happy ending, and yeah. we and for anyone who didn't know, there is a post credit scene at the end. So just we're let you to not know. It. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought that we were. Well, point
1: Wait, is, why aren't we mentioning? Because no, go we even
2: gonna- it.
0: You're we gonna, didn't see it but you're gonna I, sit through the movie you should watch it
2: not yeah we're it, ready,
0: listeners look, exactly don't be like us yeah sit through it and watch it because surprise oh i won't tell you that oh there's even a spoiler at the spoiler section um but yeah worth watching um tres is alive so that's good <laughs> i wasn't I. i mean if you've listened to this point maybe you did see it and if you haven't sad right you wanted to see this right anyway so guys (laughs) final closing thoughts um last question i have for you how did you feel walking out of the theater after watching this um andy what did you what, what what did you feel after watching this
2: i felt like i wasted my money like i've never felt that way walking out of a movie but i literally walked out and it was like like I wouldn't do this for a podcast, but I felt like I could have just made up everything and been on this podcast just fine because this movie was just yeah. nothing. This movie was nothing. There was nothing below the surface and that's really disappointing because like I said I I was watching it and I was like like oh, they're going to do like a bolt they're going to do a bolt thing. Where uh, the girl is, is Miley Cyrus from Bolt and Ferdinand's the dog. And they would have that kind of relationship going. But no, we're not going to do that. I'm like, okay, okay. We're going to have Ferdinand learn how to be, do self-defense. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. Oh, we're going to do some stuff with Valiente. He's going to be the hero in the end. Like, no, no, no. We're not doing that. And it was just like they had all these moments where they could have been good. And I was just really disappointed by all that. And I think that's it. Just disappointment was what I felt walking out of that, walking out of that door.
0: Yeah, yeah. Michelle, what did you feel after watching Ferdinand? Um, I kind of walked out and was like, well,
1: this is how I spent my time today. Yep. buy money that I can some <laughs> <laughs> ex- nice ice cream with or something. I don't know.
2: You exchanged goods for services.
1: Uh, what a service, yeah. No. I mean, I wasn't bitter, but I was just kind of like, wow, Michelle, you should reevaluate your life and your choices a little bit, because this <laughs> <laughs> Are you really living it to its full potential? I don't know. After
2: oh, man. that I got, I got sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you want to be the Ferdinand of the story? Oh. Do you, like, do we <laughs> don't want to be the Ferdinand of, like movies. We don't, we're aiming to be the Cocos of the world. Yeah. Not the Ferdinands. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of agree with everything I've said. I think what's most frustrating is the potential. The potential was there. It could have been something incredible. And it just wasn't. And that's really sad. And it's crazy because this movie has been getting some pretty great reviews. But I think that's just a reminder of how low of a bar certain people have for animation. They just don't really take it seriously, so they're like, oh, okay, this could work for kids, so that's okay, and it's just like, man, animation's an art form just as much as any other film, and it deserves to be criticized when it's not good, and Ferdinand is just lacking. But, um, but yeah, so find out all the info on this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Join us on Discord to text chat about animation at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Kent, a.k.a. Kent Brockman. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers John, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Adam, D, and Hugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys, they're really weirdly. Um, But yes, uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.